Hey, my name is Lexi. I'm a music artist and producer based in Atlanta, Georgia. To book studio time or get help with production and development, follow me on social media at LexiATL, email me, or text me at 404-692-1299, or go to my website, LexiATL.com. Right now, you're tuned into my podcast, Lex Chat, a show dedicated to music and entertainment, where we talk about the industry and the business, and we help each other to become better artists. You can catch these chats live on Instagram at LexiATL to be part of the conversation, or catch the replays on Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Wherever you're watching or listening, please like, subscribe, follow, and engage with the content by leaving comments and reviews. If you'd like to go the extra mile in supporting me, then please consider becoming a patron of mine at patreon.com slash LexiATL, where you can make a monthly pledge because every bit of support really does help me to be able to create more valuable content for you. This week on Lex Chat, I want to get into the topic of sustainability. And the reason that I'm bringing this up is because we've all been seeing the strikes between major film industry, the corporations, and between like, there's one side is the corporations and the major studios, right? The other side is the writers and the actors who are striking to be able to get a livable wage. And the question of corporate greed has been brought up in this conversation. So I want to dive into that a little bit because I have some thoughts on what we should be striving for. And my, my opinion is that we should be striving for sustainability and not this constant upward motion that everybody is striving for, because that leads to burnout, that leads to greed and just a few other things. So if this is a topic you're interested in hearing more about, then please stay tuned. Hey, this is Lexi, and you are listening to my song, Who You Love, from my album, Love Reset. Check it out and let me know what you think. don't be the same. You tried so hard to numb this pain. You wished and hoped for better days. Asking why. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. So let's get into this topic of sustainability. Now, like I said in the intro, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because of the recent power struggle that we're seeing in Hollywood right now. If y'all don't know what's going on, as of this recording, it's July 31st. As of this recording, though, few things have happened ever since May the Writers Guild of America went on a strike they are striking for better payout and the main grievances as I understand it 
is that these writers are not being paid livable wages thanks to the payment structure changing because of the technology and how streaming is affecting the payout structure. Um, Music parallels to all of this because people, although music went into this way before movies did, I feel, right? Or I feel like it impacted the music industry a lot quicker than it did the movie industry. Artists have been struggling for a long time and um, it's kind of frustrating as an artist to see this play out because in music we don't have, or at least it doesn't feel like we have this type of unity. But basically the writers strike, they're on strike because they wanna be paid more for the scripts that they are writing. And sorry, let me put my camera more, more in the center. And then the actors and actresses joined in with the writers to strike as well because not only is there an issue with the payout structure, but apparently Hollywood giants and studios and corporations also want to not pay actors moving forward, but they want to be able to own their likeness and reproduce their likeness and make their likenesses do whatever they want them to do and not have to pay the actors for that likeness. So what I mean by that is, and I'm sorry if I'm talking too slow, but what I mean by that is basically this would replace background actors and extras and they'll scan a bunch of people. The actor will be paid for that one day of going through and doing scans and getting all ranges of emotions recorded and put into a database. And whatever studio recorded those captures, they will have the rights to that likeness, the rights to that character and that face. But the person, the actor is only getting paid for the day that they sat down and got scanned. However, If the studio decides to use that likeness in a film, in a TV show or whatever, they will not pay the actor for the license of using that actor's likeness. So this is the big debate. This is why the, um, I believe this is why the actors joined into the strike as well, because this is another gut punch as far as pay structure is concerned. Like why wouldn't you pay me for my likeness and my representation being included in your film, in your show, yada, 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 right? So let me read some of these comments. I wanted to go back to the official J-Rose saying, gotta get your foot in the door first. Official Cheeto said, what up? The official J-Rose underscore J-Rose says, didn't think music fell under the film or writer's group. Well, when you think about how important sound is to film, then sound and music should absolutely be paying attention to what's happening in the film industry right now because we're going through it and I don't see any kind of unity happening on the music side. Record executives are getting all of the, okay, so this is how it parallels before I get too crazy, right? This is how it parallels with the film industry. So writers and actors are striking because they're not getting a livable wage really musicians and anybody who works in sound we'll we'll stick with music though anybody who works in music should be feeling the exact same way because what's happened in our industry is we no longer value or the way that we measure our success is no longer attached to sales our success is now attached to streams, but the industry has put us in a position to where we are chasing streams more than we're, we're chasing direct to consumer sales. 
So direct to consumer sales used to be, I believe the rate still is 9.1 cents per album sale, right? So each album you sold, you got 9.1 cents, right? So if you sell 10 albums, you get $91, right? Sell a hundred albums, you get $910. I think my math is right on that, but it was more sustainable assuming that your label wasn't screwing you out of the money and assuming that you were able to recoup, assuming you didn't, you know, have a bunch of expenses coming out of your artist account, blah, blah, blah. But streaming now is only like a 10th of a penny per stream. And it takes thousands of streams before you ever get like a $1,500, um, what is it? A $1,500 payout. So I should have had this graphic up here, but let me see streams to money. Is that going to give me? Okay. So this, this is what I found, right? And this is from playlist push it. How many streams would it take? <laughs> how do I, let me see a stream calculator. But basically it's saying that Napster pays the most at 0.019 cents per stream. Title pays one cents per stream. And then everybody else is like a 10th of a penny, a seventh of a penny with YouTube paying the least. And let me see if I can bring up a streams calculator. Why are you not doing this? So royalty calculator by music gateway estimated number of streams in us dollars. I'm going to put 100 on Spotify. That would get me 40 cents. Apple music would give me 50 cents. Title would give me a dollar 20. Amazon would give me 50 cents. Pandora. So YouTube would give me 18. Whereas, like I said, if I made a hundred direct sales of an album, that would be $91, right? Let's see, let's go a thousand streams. 1000 streams equals $4 on Spotify, $5 on Apple Music, $12 on Tidal, $5 on Amazon Music, $1.75 on YouTube, blah, blah, blah. Let me read some of y'all's comments. Official Cheeto says, I was just working on something that I want to see if you would be interested in getting on, but later, oh, okay. The strike has definitely affected my acting work for sure. Tampa Boy Beat says, AI messing the money up. It's really messing it up for everybody. It's not being used for, in my opinion, what its intended use should be for. AI can, in, can replace us as far as doing like administrative work, right? But unfortunately, AI is replacing us in the creative fields when it should be used as a tool do the mundane things so that we can be more creative, but whatever. Official Cheeto says in music, that's equivalent to labels having songwriters write and then have AI using artist vocals instead of using the artists themselves. Exactly. So back to the parallels of the film to the music industry, right? Writers after they often got to go through a lot of BS to even get paid me myself as a writer. I either don't get paid or people don't want to pay me at all, which equals the same thing, right? But basically I would charge a fee up front for me to sing the song because that is the service of me writing a song for you. I meant to say writing. 
I would charge a fee up front to write a song for the artist, to write a song for the label to give to an artist, right? That is my right now money. The problem that I run into, and maybe it's because I'm a bigger name, although I found out that just because somebody has a bigger name than me does not mean that they're getting paid before me because I was in a situation where the writer got screwed and uh, nobody got any credit on the project, right? But songwriters, we would like our money up front, okay? And then we should also get our residuals. Residuals, royalties in music is the same thing as residuals in acting, although the payouts are a little bit different. But we should be getting an upfront fee for writing that song, vocally producing the artist, spending all those hours in the studio to get the song to where it needs to be, if that's part of our job description. And then we should get back end, which would be those royalties, which is a percentage of the ownership of the song. I kind of speak. It's a percentage of the ownership of the song, which is going to tell how much we will be getting paid out, right? Um, please be serious, Tampa Boy Beats. Huh. <laughs> I've lost over 15,000 in work all because of AI. Are you being for real? That's crazy. Actually, I could believe that. So who else said it? Cheeto was talking about the AI using artist vocals. They actually are using AI to write songs as well. Tampa Boy is dead serious. Oh my goodness. Tampa Boy B says, I've lost over 15,000 in work all because of AI, all because screenwriters, robots, and, and score robots are scoring the placements. They're getting the placements. Yeah, and it's it's really taken away that human touch of creativity from the creators, the people who made the AI, right? So that's how the film and the music industry parallels, right? We're all going through the same thing. But what is better about the film side is that the film industry, their actors are unionized. So you do a certain amount of hours, a certain amount of dollars that you generate from working on set and you get supervision, like I think a SAG representative is supposed to be on set to make sure that the production is following certain rules as far as how many hours everybody is working, as far as are we taking breaks and lunches on time? Are we being fed? If craft services are not provided, is each crew member or actor, I believe it extends to crew as well. Is everybody getting a stipend for food that they can buy so that, you know, that expense is not coming out of their own pocket? Um, and what's the other thing? And yeah, just making sure the work conditions are safe and you can even qualify for health through for, um, for healthcare through the SAG union, but music just doesn't have anything like that. School money says, I heard Ty Dolla Sign has AI recording his songs with his AI voice. Official Cheeto says, yeah, certain directors don't want to work because they are scared to be blackballed. And that's the thing too. So they are so unionized and they are so together in that if you work on a set right now, you can be blackballed from even being a part of SAG and AFTRA. But all of that backstory, right? The real reason I wanted to get into this conversation is because one of the most disgusting things, disgusting comments that came out of this strike is basically a Hollywood executive saying, you know, we're going to, 
we're going to prolong this strike until they don't have money for food. They don't have money to pay their bills. They lose their apartments and their houses and their cars. Basically, we're going to stretch this out until they lose everything and then make them desperate enough to come to the table and accept scraps. And this got me to thinking the other day about how we're always chasing more, 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 more. We're always chasing profits. We're always chasing progress, but nobody ever has the conversation of sustainability. And that's what I want to get into. In my opinion, the reason why we are in this predicament is because of greed. And I'm speaking about the strike in Hollywood. These studios and these corporations and these executives they are making millions of dollars, millions of dollars. And one has to wonder like why I would, I would like to know. I mean, I would love to try to have that much money. I don't have it yet, but I would love to find out what that looked like. I'm trying to see what that feels like to have. Right. But it's like, why do you need all of this? Like you are well taken care of and you can provide for yourself and you can do for yourself. Why is it that everyone else cannot have sustainability. So thank you for this question. Official Cheeto just asked, what does sustainability mean to you? To me, sustainability is like, if I have an hourly job, right? I used to work at Wendy's and uh, let's say I was making $10 an hour. Not really, I was making 7.25, but let's say I was making $10 an hour, right? Sustainability to me is I am always going to get a certain amount and I know what to expect and I am maintaining that level of earning. I'm maintaining that level of work and expecting the same outcome from that level of work. So sustainability to me means that there is like a monthly quota that I want to hit for myself and I am hitting that quota every single month. Now, if I get a little bit extra, that's great, but I need to be able to make this to live my life comfortably and pay all my bills comfortably and do what I need to do, right? So when I'm thinking about this in terms of music, right? I want us as creatives, and I'll speak more specifically to engineers and people who work in the studio and producers as well. I would love to see more education and more of an emphasis on sustainability and figuring out the lifestyle you want to live and what it's going to take to live that lifestyle versus always just going up, 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 up. So I actually want to look up the definition of sustainability, sustainability. I need to cut my nails. So sustainability by definition is the ability to be maintained at a certain rate or level. Avoidance of the depletion of natural resources in order to maintain an ecological balance. So I really like that first one. The ability to be maintained at a certain rate or a certain level. There's nothing wrong with wanting more, 
but there is something wrong with wanting more when it comes at the cost of others access to more you hear what i'm saying i don't think there's anything wrong with wanting more so long as you are not cutting off other people's access to those same opportunities that got you more and i think that's why we're seeing this strike in hollywood and with these big corporations because they're essentially holding all the earnings for themselves and it's like they don't want to share another major point with the hollywood strikes right they're trying to make certain what's the word they're trying to make certain stats or certain uh not demographics but certain information right you know how like in tv you could get the ratings of a tv show and you could see how many people were tuned in and you could see which time people were tuned in another part of this strike is that when it comes to streaming there's no transparency for how the shows are affecting the platform so because this show or this movie is on the platform how has that affected new downloads how has that affected watch time how many people have clicked in to watch this how long are they watching it how many people watched it when it first released versus how many people are watching it on a daily basis and those kinds of transparencies were not given to the actors or the writers i believe so that was also messing up the residuals because it's like how much how am i supposed to gauge the value of this when you're not telling me the specs basically official cheeto says all the creatives are too much like magicians though i'm gonna show you the money i made but not how i made it mm. the creatives are too much like magicians i'll show you the money i made but not how i made it and I think that's an issue in the music industry in general, as far as everybody trying to come up on each other. But I wanted to get back into my main point of sustainability, right? So I really want the conversation to shift from, like, of course you wanna get from one level to the next, but I want artists to create a clear understanding of the levels that they're trying to reach. So everybody wants to be rich everybody wants the big house the big chains big stacks the big booty girls <laughs> everybody wants the nice clothes you know everybody wants that lifestyle they want the trips they want the private jets on private islands and traveling whenever you want and it, it looks all good right but what does it take to get to those things and in my mind sustainability is just like the definition says keeping up a certain level now, this is gonna turn into a money conversation more than anything. What's up, DJ Proof, how you doing? This is gonna be more of a money conversation more than anything. I look really tired on my camera. <laughs> so, let's say for us engineers and producers out there, right? And songwriters, you gotta look at what is the living standard in your city and how much do you need to make to be able to comfortably live in your city? So this is a conversation that comes down to living expenses. Is it better off for you to buy a car or take public transportation? How much are you spending on groceries or how much do you need to make to be able to eat out? Um, 
if you have extracurriculars, then how much would you need to be able to do those things without breaking the bank, essentially, right? Uh, DJ Proof says he's out to eat. Great. That's great. <laughs> so if we're looking at how much it costs to live and survive in your city, then we have to base the number of hours that we're working on how much money we're going to get out of that. And if those amount of hours are going to cover the number of expenses that um we need to make, right? So, and I'm sorry if I'm talking a little slow. I'm just trying to get my thoughts together. I did not write an outline for this Lex chat. I just jumped right in because it's on my mind. So let me get a calculator on my computer here, right? The way that I think of my quota each month for how much I want to make when I'm thinking about my numbers, right? I didn't want my notepad. I wanted my calculator. So let's say that I need to pay rent. It's not like this in Atlanta anymore, but let's say rent is $600, right? And I make $20 per hour working at the studio. Well... 600 divided by 20, I need to work 30 hours to pay my rent, okay? I need to work 30 hours to pay my rent. I could do that in one week. Now, what if I get four hour sessions and that's the minimum, right? I need 30 hours, 30 divided by four, that means I need seven and a half sessions. (laughs) I need seven or eight sessions in one week at four hours a pop to get my 30 hours for the week, okay? But let's go this on a, on a bigger scale, right? Let's say that I need $2,000 a month every month to pay for my basic living expenses, for the gas in my car, for me to buy groceries, and for me to take myself to the movies and buy myself an outfit, you know, once a month or whatever. So I'm gonna do 2,000 divided by $20 an hour. That's 100 hours I need to get. 100 hours I need to get and let's say that there's 30 days in the month if I could get three or four hours a day for 30 days then I'll be okay now I don't know about y'all but this conversation makes me exhausted because it's kind of exhausting being an audio engineer and working in music because it's hard to keep sustainability when it comes to this client-based industry. I think the problem that we run into as creatives is that we're not putting enough emphasis on the sustainability because if we did, then we would put more emphasis on marketing and we would put more emphasis on keeping clients or finding a certain level of clients who can be consistent enough to help us stay consistent in our lifestyle as well. And if anybody has any comments they want to add, then just feel free to put it on in the chat, right? But the conversation of sustainability, right? And I also wanted to bring this up because I have, there's one music friend in particular who struggles financially to provide because they're just not getting enough studio sessions to have a consistent amount of income to be able to 
expect something each month. And when you can expect something each month, that's when you can live a sustainable life. Official Cheeto says it's super hard. Rappers want to do four songs in two hours. Yes. And then they don't even want to pay for mixing. They don't even want to pay for mastering. They don't even want to put an extra hour in to go over the lines that they messed up or the stuff that they didn't say very clearly. And I think that speaks to the type of client that the industry is attracting, unfortunately. So when I talk about sustainability, I really want this to be more of a mindset conversation as well as money. So you got to think about this in money terms, but I also want y'all to think about it in terms of a mindset. You, how do you create relationships with artists how do you continue create relationships with artists who are going to be consistent how do you continue to find clients and how do you influence clients to come in on a consistent basis that's my question it's really hard it's really hard the closest answer that i have to this is to market and to brand and I know people are probably tired of tired of hearing this but marketing and branding it's something that I feel like us as creatives we were kind of cheated on because a lot of us felt like all we had to do was have the talent and that would pay for everything but it's really even though I was told this in school right I was told that it's 10% talent 90% business but then they proceeded to teach us the talent stuff and we literally maybe had like 10% business classes at my school. Is that true? Is that fair to say? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Official Cheeto says they take the rough mix and put that on DistroKit. Yeah. And then they won't even pay for consultation. And so it's just, ugh. Official Cheeto says, I've tried being empathic during sessions and tried to get into the artist's mindset when they work on songs but they literally get drunk and high and hope for the best. And so I've worked with those kind of clients before as well. Let me start my camera over and this says I only have 18 minutes. That's wild. But um, I've had clients like that as well. And what I've found is those kinds of clients, they're not, without, they're not sustainable clients. So sustainable clients mean the same thing as consistent clients in my head. Now, granted, clients go through a lot, but especially the ones who come in and they believe that to get in the vibe, they got to drink and they got to smoke. Somehow they always got money for weed. They always got money for liquor, but they don't have money to come into the studio consistently. And not to get too off topic with this conversation, but that's not a sustainable client. As... I'm wondering, right, this episode will probably be more so me posing questions to y'all versus really having a lot of answers. But I'm wondering if I'm going to say that there are enough artists that need teams and songwriters and engineers and mixing engineers and mastering engineers and videographers and photographers like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just wondering how we can fit in and I'm wondering what is the pattern that we look at to decide what's going to keep us working and busy. 
the thing that's really annoying is having to spend marketing dollars trying to find clients. It's very tiring to have to go out all the time to these open mics and these showcases and try to network with these people and get them to think about coming into the studio. And honestly, like I would like to enjoy a better quality of life because I don't, I'm really good at managing my money, but I'm not anywhere near where I want to be as far as how much I make. And I'm realizing basically that I don't think this is a sustainable way for me to live right now. Being an engineer is honestly not enough. It's honestly not enough. (laughs) And um, I don't think there's anything wrong in having a regular job and doing the music stuff on the side. Now, I've been blessed and fortunate enough to be able to pay for my life because of music, but I'm the type of person, I don't like feeling uncomfortable. I don't like not knowing whether or not I'm gonna be able to pay my bills. I don't like not knowing if I'm gonna make enough for the month to carry me into the next. And it it really does feel like I'm living paycheck to paycheck. And I don't like having so much of my life depend on other people. And I think that I wish I was getting paid a regular. I wish I was getting paid better. That's that's really what it comes down to. So I'm trying to get my thoughts together. It comes down to wanting to be paid better. And I'm thinking about the strike and I'm thinking about you know, how the corporations and the big executives, they get paid the most while all of these supporting people underneath it, we're basically told to figure it out or get paid an exposure or, you know, oh, I got you on the back end. And then they conveniently forget to put you as a credit on the song. And they didn't even pay you up front anyway, but they got their work together. You know what I'm saying? So it's just... Music is not exempt from experiencing the same things that Hollywood is experiencing right now, but it's not sustainable to have so many people fighting and scratching, trying to make a living, just a basic living. We don't even got to live in luxury, right? If we don't even have to live in luxury, it's just, dang, can I pay my bills for the rent? Can I pay my utilities? Can I pay for my car? Can I pay for my insurance? I don't, I don't even, maybe I do. I got to stop telling myself that I don't. Maybe I do. I just have to research it. I don't even know if I make enough to have health insurance right now. Um, got a brain freeze. I don't even know if I make enough to have health insurance right now, but I don't feel like I make enough to have that, you know? Official Cheeto says some artists take the word team and hear free instead of working on their sound and brand. And that's the thing. It's expensive to be in music. So something that I always question, right? Like, how do I make my prices sustainable for an artist to come in and consistently work with me? Because that's what I want the goal to be, right? I want my artist to be consistent. And so... I will kind of bend a little bit on pricing for some people over others, even though we're not supposed to. I don't, 
We're not supposed to, but the reality is that some people pay more than others. DJ Proof says it's that way as a DJ too, having to find gigs all the time. Yeah, and um, I think it's hard because we're in entertainment, so it's not something that's a necessity for people. It's something that is a luxury for people. And when people are struggling, the first things to go are the luxuries, unfortunately. So what was I just saying? Yeah, people hear team and they think free instead of working together. We really got to do a better job of getting everybody to understand that um, music is expensive and everybody has to eat. Every part of what an artist has to do has to be paid for. And that's also why I've been moving slow as an artist because everything costs money. Everything is expensive. But something that I've been asking myself recently, like, you know, with my latest price change, because funny enough, I went up on my prices, but that's because I don't want to have to scrap for clients to try to survive. I don't want to have to scrap for hella hours throughout the month to try to survive. I don't want to have to scrap for a lot of hours. Like it's tiring. The hustle culture is death, honestly. It encourages us to not sleep. It encourages us to keep going, 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 to never sit down, to never rest, to never have a quiet thought, a quiet moment to ourselves, to never sit down and reflect and meditate when we need those things. And the reason why I'm talking about sustainability is because when you're never allowed to rest and reset, you're never going to develop the things you need to take yourself to the next level Or you're never going to be able to enjoy life because you're always worried about going to the next thing. You can't enjoy this moment here and now because you're worried about going into the next thing. And what is the next goal? What is the next milestone? And it makes life very depressing. Also makes it depressing because they're like, you just want the wealth to be spread, right? And I know my thoughts are like all over the place. I should have did an outline for this episode. I might revisit this with a guest. But I tried to make my prices sustainable for my clients, right? So what I've done is I've made it one price for everything, one hourly price. So I'm making a certain amount of money per hour. I'm making a certain amount of money per hour. And that way I'm not worried about how much I'm getting in the week necessarily. I can just enjoy this session because I feel like I'm being paid what I want to be paid. And it takes a little pressure off me, right? So I realize that it's expensive for artists to pay for studio time and pay for mixing and pay for mastering. So in an attempt for me to make this studio career more sustainable for my clients for the artists that I work with I charge one hourly price to do so much in one block so I'm recording you I am your engineer I'm also mixing it as we go I'm also mastering it as we go I am vocally producing and I'm helping to write and this price is going to help me feel okay about what I'm making per hour instead of me trying to be stingy with my skills. That's one way that I'm trying to help 
the artist be more consistent is by charging a price that is all inclusive and will make me feel okay about the amount of effort I put into a session because I know that I'll be able to pay my bills at the end of this week or at the end of this month, right? But what does sustainability mean to y'all? When I say sustainability, what does that mean to you? Because to me, I could be consistent if I had like five artists who gave me like 20 hours a week or a month, maybe 20 hours a month. If I had five, that's a hundred hours, right? If I had 100 hours between five consistent clients that gave me 20 hours a month each, then I could live a decent life. But how do I get to those clients who can give me 20 hours a month? That's four or five hours a week, right? How do I get those clients who are disciplined enough to have a budget set aside to come in and work with me? How do I find clients who are stable enough? Because the unfortunate part too is a lot of clients I've had, they're not focused. And the reason why they're not focused is because they're worried about paying bills. They're worried about women. I have a lot of guy clients. They're worried about women and they're spending all their money on the women, not to sound like a jealous work wife or nothing, but they spending all their money on these girls and they're buying liquor or some kind of drugs, you know, but they're not focused. They're not focused on coming into the studio, especially when you try to tell them what it takes to be an artist and you start telling them about everything that does cost money. Like people are not like me. I already knew music was a long game. It's been 10 years and I'm I'm finally starting to get tired, but people are, a lot, are not like me. A lot of people don't understand that music is a long game and you're not going to make your money back in the first, you're not going to make your money back in the first five years. You might not make it back in the first 10 years, but I don't even have people who will consistently come in so I can share the knowledge that I've learned that would help them move along their journey quicker. But if I could just get a few consistent artists, like it doesn't take that much. So I'm trying to figure out how can I be sustainable? How can I find these quality clients that will help me make my monthly quota? And then how do I make sure like either I stick with five consistent people who are going to pay me or I'm constantly marketing and I'm constantly finding new clients, but that's just so exhausting. So my case for sustainability is it would be ideal for me to find just five artists who gave me 20 hours a month between them, 20 hours each, excuse me, 20 hours each. That would be great. (laughs) I can live and I'm not even living an extravagant life. I'm living a pretty basic life in my opinion, right? I'm living a pretty basic life just five clients 20 hours a pop official cheeto says 1010 would definitely recommend working with lexi as your engineer 
I had a client who paid $800 a month for mixing services. If I would have had two or three more of those, I would have been set. That's literally all it takes. Two or three of those. Now, Cheeto says target labels instead of artists. Labels is, is about who you know. Very rarely are you going to get in just because you're good or just because you ask for a chance. And in my experience, a lot of labels will try to get a bunch of free work out of you before they ever consider you putting on the payroll. But And even with labels too, they take a long time to pay. Eventually they pay if you're with a good label, but they take a long time to pay as well. So, yeah. So I want to revisit this conversation of sustainability and do a more structured episode about it and come back and talk to y'all about that. Because I do want to give this topic, I want to give it its justice. This episode is really just bringing up different questions in regards, you know, official Cheeto says, why did we become engineers again? Listen, for me, I was never supposed to be an engineer this long. I was supposed to take off as an artist by now, but everything is so expensive. It's so expensive. (laughs) Uh, But I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this up. These are just some questions I wanted to pose. So in the next, in a future Lex chat, I can ask other people, how are you, like, do you believe in sustainability as a creative? And I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a little bit of research. I've heard some things online, but I don't have the numbers in front of me to tell y'all about how constant progress is actually causing all the issues on earth that's a deeper conversation but thank you all so much for tuning in to lex chat i hope you enjoyed our chat and i hope it's inspired you to think more about the topic for yourself and how you can apply some of the things we talked about and ask yourself some of the questions that i posed in this lex chat today you can catch these chats live on instagram at lexi atl to be part of the conversation or catch the replays on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, and YouTube. Wherever you're listening or watching, please like, subscribe, follow, and engage with the content by leaving comments and reviews. If you'd like to go the extra mile in supporting me, then please consider becoming a patron of mine at patreon.com LexiATL, where you can make a monthly pledge because every little bit of support really does help me to be able to keep creating this kind of content. Thank you to my current patrons, Mr. Flash Shoals and Eldon Cleary. Um, before I go to... I want to remind y'all, please buy physical copies of my album, Love Reset, on my website, LexiATL.com. And um, if I hadn't invited you, I got to send you the flyer, Cheeto, so thanks for popping in. I want to invite you to a coffee date. By the time this episode comes out, the coffee date will have already happened, but basically inviting coffee date with creatives so we can all get together and help each other, give each other advice, just talk about stuff over a cup of coffee or maybe some tea or something. And I think that'll be really dope. But until next time, my name is Lexi. Peace. Been through.